Welcome to The Alignment Show, featuring conversations with folks who have taken steps to identify their highest values and align their lives around them. Time on this earth is not unlimited, and you may be seeking to make sure you spend your time on things that matter to you. These conversations will encourage you and support you in doing so. Now, let's meet this week's guest on The Alignment Show. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I just realized I haven't plugged in my microphone. So let's see. I don't even know if you're hearing me or not. (laughs) Ah, the joys of live. Okay, let's see what we're doing here. Welcome to the Alignment Show this week. We have uh, an unusual guest today. Me. We had planned for this so that uh, it would not have somebody else on. I've got something going on here this week myself, and I'm going to take just a moment here and check and make sure that our sound is working the way that I think it is. You know, I I can't hear myself. It says that it is, so we're going to depend on the technology to not lie to me. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, folks, you have been, if you're a regular listener here, you've been hearing us talk for weeks about the way of the three-year-old why. Well, it is out in the wild now. On the major retailers, it is up for um, pre-order. It's also available directly from my website. It's out there now. So there are several readers who already have it. Uh, In fact, uh, one of the things I had thought about doing today, you know, since I'm usually the host and I'm interviewing other people, I thought, you know, why don't I get one of our regular listeners, one of our regular audience members to interview me? Well, I thought of this too late to set it up. But if there's uh, any of our regular listeners who are listening, uh, I I see that Bob is on here, for example, and uh, I appreciate the kind words, Bob. He says, I've been looking forward to this episode. The book is amazing. As is Don. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. Uh, I know that uh, Peg Duchesne is a a frequent listener, but I also know she's in the middle of moving and she's got some stuff going on. So I wasn't sure if I could ask anybody to serve as a a guest host to just ask me questions. So I'm going to just kind of interview myself here a little bit. Uh, Anybody who is listening live, if you're watching this on the replay, you can still make comments in the chat, uh, wherever it is that you're watching this. I watch for questions and comments that are posted and come back to people. So even if it's in the future, then you can certainly make comments or ask questions in the chat. But I'm going to be watching the chat live here today and people who ask questions about the book or the process or anything like that, then we will deal with them live here on the alignment show this week because you see the alignment show i'm trying to think right now i believe the alignment show came first i was fascinated by this idea of people especially during the pandemic that they're questioning what am i here for what's my purpose now there's been a lot of books written about purpose so in a way it's a buzzword but in another way it's a very personal thing when i talk with people out there in the world Uh, I, i hear a lot of folks who are thinking is this what I want to do with my life? Or maybe more specifically, is this what I want to do with my life right now? Um, Bob's got a question when he says, what inspired you to come up with the character of the guest visitor in the story? We can show that on the screen for those of you watching on video. 
the guest visitor. And Bob, I'm assuming we're talking about the uh, the mentor. Uh, I think that's probably what's going on there. And, and you know, that's that's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm always mystified in a way by this whole writing process. And Bob's indicating, yeah, that's that's where that came from. People who write, and you know, Bob's been a writer for a long time. He knows what I'm talking about here. Uh, Jeff West, um, all these folks who are writers. Sometimes it feels more like you're channeling than writing. Now, there's this controversy within the writing community. Controversy is too strong a word, but I can't come up with a better one right now. Uh, are you a plotter or a pantser? That is, do you write by the seat of your pants or do you plan out your uh, novels, especially, but any other book? You know, how much do you plan it out? And I think the reality is most of us are a combination of those two. We lean one way or the other. Uh, famous examples of both Stephen King well-known as a pantser. He takes interesting characters, puts them into an interesting situation, and then he follows them around to kind of see what happens to them. Um, it, it's turned out some pretty good books. It's also led to some dead ends for him. He has said he's got uh, half a dozen manuscripts or more stuffed in the desk drawer where he got his characters into such a situation he couldn't figure out how to get out of it with them, and so the manuscripts just lay in there. Uh, on the other hand, it's very organic, you know, um, so it, it's it's a way that works, obviously. Uh, on the other hand, I have heard, I don't know for sure, but I've heard that J.K. Rowling, when she wrote the uh, Harry Potter series, that not only did she know how the first book would turn out before she sat down to write it, she knew how the last book would turn out before she sat down to write the first one. Now, things changed as she was writing. Uh, again, my understanding is, and I hope I'm not giving spoilers away here, that series has been out for a while. Uh, Hermione was intended, let's just say she was intended to wind up with somebody else than who she actually wound up with. So Bob's question was, where did the character of the the uh, mentor, the, uh, the guest, uh, the kind of mysterious here, we don't want to give too much away. Where did that idea come from? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually right now working on the third book in the series. The second book in the series is about half done. But the inspiration for the third book came to me. And um, what is today? Wednesday? I guess it was probably Sunday morning. I had a dream in which the opening scene of what will be the third book came to me almost completely formed. It was not what I had in mind when I started thinking about that book. Went ahead and wrote the scene so that it wouldn't evaporate. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure. But funny enough, uh, when I started working on The Way of the Three-Year-Old Hawaii, it was intended to be a standalone. Uh, and it'd be an interesting question for Bob, who's on here. Bob and John David Mann, of course, co-authored the mega hit, as I think of it, The Go-Giver. And I'm not sure when they wrote that one if they knew that there was going to be a series or if they thought it would be a standalone. It was only later they realized that there were more. There was more to it. I don't know. But when I started on The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why, I just figured it would be a standalone. I realized as I was writing it that uh, several of the characters in there had more to say. It's kind of fun putting those Easter eggs in. 
Uh, I'll, I'll mention this is a good opportunity for me to mention that uh, if you're not sure you're interested in the book, The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why, we've got cheese samples out there, so to speak. I, I wrote a story uh, that is in the same vein, same style, and so you can kind of taste it. If you go to donking.com slash brewing, no, it's not that kind of brewing. It has to do with coffee, but you can get a sense of that style. And for folks who read The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why, there are some Easter eggs in the Franklin story, as I think of. It's a story about Benjamin Franklin and how he brought his life into, um, into alignment with his values. And so you'll see some familiar characters there. And you might say, well, how's that going to work since that's, you know, 200 years ago? It is part of the mystery, I guess you could say. So that will be there. If you have an interest in the way of the three-year-old why, um, you can go to donking.com slash 3YO, and it will take you to the current page for that. In fact, here's what the page looks like right now. One of the joys of the Internet, I didn't realize until this morning that that was pointing to something that was saying, sorry, this offer has expired. It's been there since Sunday. I guess I forgot to switch it over. So what this will do, you'll see there's a button there that says direct from author. You can get the book right now by clicking on that direct from author. Uh, the thing is, it's a little higher geek factor. I love Book Funnel, which is where this comes through. Uh, it steps you through how to get the book on the device of your choice, whether it's a Kindle e-reader or a, um, a Nook, uh, the Barnes & Noble reader, the Kobo reader, any of these kind of things. That There's a PDF version if you'd rather get it that way. But if that's just a little bit higher level of geek than you want to deal with, then you can go to the i can see the link right there although i don't think i can point to it here on the screen there's a link to kindle there's a link to kobo there's a uh, six other stores where it's available you can pre-order it and then it will be available to you easily on the 29th of october that's the official publication date so if you'd just rather do it with amazon then that's the easy way to do it but uh, if you get direct from the author, it's available now. So you've got early access. And it also means that there will be some extras that will be available to you. Uh, I, I get an email address from everybody who buys direct from the author. I will be sending some bonuses for folks who get it that way. So your choice, uh, if you'd like those extras like early access, or if you would just rather do it the easy way through one of the retailers, that is available as well. So coming back to, to Bob's question, which still fascinates me, I don't know where the visitor came from. Uh, I, I have heard feedback from readers that they didn't see it coming exactly who the visitor was. Uh, I like that term, Bob. Um, maybe I'll start using that rather than mentor because mentor almost gives it away too much. Uh, and then there'll be ongoing stuff with those folks. So thank you for asking that. Uh, a little reminder for anybody who might have joined us after we started. If you've got questions or comments, we're watching the chat. We'll take those live, be able to add to what we're talking about here. If you are watching this in the future, one of the great things about uh, streaming is that uh, the recordings get preserved. I will watch for chat 
and come back and answer questions later on. So, uh, you know, if you have an interest in what's going on with the way of the three-year-old wine. So I guess maybe I should share with folks who aren't familiar with it what the book is about. We've been making assumptions because I've been talking about it for weeks. But some of you may have come across it for the first time. So this is what the, um, the copy will say on the website. It says, The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why is a business fable that follows Dan Roberts, a struggling speaker who is battling to create a successful business while trying to cope with his daughter's disability. A mysterious mentor appears in the form of a coffee barista, and someone keeps leaving him guidance notes indicating an intimate knowledge of Dan and his need to find his why the way a three-year-old does. Discover how this book will change your life. Uncover the power of your why, and that's what it comes down to. That's why we're here on this show. That's why we wrote this book. Uncover the power of your why and unlock deeper levels of success. Experience a shift in mindset and gain the confidence to pursue your passions. Learn the five guidelines for asking why the way a three-year-old does. By following five guidelines for asking why the way a three-year-old does, Dan embarks on a journey of self-discovery and finds the answer to his struggles. If you enjoyed books such as, I've already mentioned this one, The Go-Giver, Said the Lady with the Blue Hair, co-authored by Jeff West and Lisa Wilbur, members of the Go-Giver community. I'm going to talk more about that community in just a moment. Uh, the Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. A lot of folks know that one these days. Or not a business fable, but it's in the same vein. If you're familiar with Start With Why by Simon Sinek, you'll love the way of the three-year-old why. So that's what the book is about. And I hope that it will make an impact, make a difference for people. Uh, I've said that it kind of came out of the pandemic. It's not necessary for this to have happened during the pandemic. I just think that the pandemic led people to realize life is short. Don't want to spend it doing stuff that you don't want to do. Time to make a change. And some of the folks we've had here on the Alignment Show, you know, they have done something like this, but they did it 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's not just the pandemic. I just think that that trend has accelerated. It's not the great resignation. It's the great realignment. That's where this show came from, and that's where the book came from. So I want to uh, acknowledge and say thank you back to Kathy Tajanel. Tajanel, Kathy, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name as long as I have known you. I'm never quite sure how to pronounce it, but she is uh, Bob Berg's uh, business partner, and they are the ones who put together the Go-Giver Success Alliance. That's where I met Kathy. That's where I have gotten to know Jeff West and, and all the other folks that we talk about here. I said I would mention this group again. They're almost a perpetual sponsor. Uh, it's amazing to me how they support each other. And I, we talk about them all the time here. Uh, in a lot of ways, this show, this book came out of it. When I came to the Go-Giver Success Alliance, I've actually known Bob for over 20 years. Uh, but it was several years before I realized that the Bob Berg that I knew and the Bob Berg who was the Hall of Fame speaker the author of this mega hit, The Go-Giver, that they were the same person. Bob's kind of modest in a lot of ways. 
Okay. And so uh, I think it was during the pandemic uh, that they had the community going, the Go-Giver Success Alliance. I had an opportunity to, to sit in on a meeting, realized it would support me and where I was in my life. Uh, this book, The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why, it's not autobiographical, but it does incorporate aspects of our actual life. And one of those things going on is we have a severely disabled daughter. In fact, one of the reasons that I look a little disheveled right now, uh, she came home from the hospital nearly a week ago, but we're still trying to catch up from that. She was in the hospital for three weeks. Uh, in fact, some of the stuff that came out of that study is informing some scenes in the third book, which I don't have a working title for. Well, actually I do. The working title is medium well, but I'm not sure that's the title that's going to stick. Anyhow, she was in the hospital for three weeks. She, that was her somewhere between her 35th and her 40th hospitalization. And so uh, you'll see that Dan Roberts has a disabled daughter who's had similar experiences. We use our real life experiences as inspiration, but we're not just trying to recount things that have happened to us. Uh, but another thing that there's a similarity there, Dan, has, as we said in reading that, um, struggling to to get a speaking business going. And that's that's been me in a lot of ways. Every time that I would start having a measure of success, something would flare up with my daughter. She's 20 years old now, but uh, the first four years of her life, she was hospitalized 24 times. It's really hard to schedule things when that's going on because family has to come first. Uh, in fact, a lot of what we talk about here on the Alignment Show is values. Now, that's a term that gets thrown around a lot. It's just a fancy way of saying what's most important to you. And no judgment here on this show. If you decide that your work is more important than family, I would disagree with you. But you see, it's your life. It's a, you, you don't need to try to fool yourself. If the reality is that work is the most important thing to you, then don't act like family actually matters more. Be honest with yourself. Okay, so that, that's part of what comes into this idea of values. But for me, family had to come first. Um made it really hard to have what I would think I was a traditional speaking business. As Bob knows, traditional speaking is kind of a misnomer. Uh, really, there wasn't much of what would, we would today call professional speaking until I guess the 1960s or so. Zig Ziglar was pretty much the pioneer of that. And even Zig was more using speaking to produce income in other ways. So uh, traditional speaking really has only been around since maybe the 1950s, 1960s. It changed heavily after 2001. It's changed at least twice since then. But still, we could think of uh, traditional speaking businesses getting paid for keynote speeches, getting paid for conducting workshops. That's a heavily in-person kind of thing. There, there was uh, technically there was a company such as Zoom, but people weren't using it, at least not the way they are now. And so uh, I had to put that by the wayside or put it on the back burner, I guess you would say. And so there's some similar struggles there to what uh, Dan Roberts has faced. 
another aspect of it that really does fit me is, uh, as, as you all have heard here before, I started writing. Um, I've made part or at times all of my living as a writer for over 50 years. Uh, it's a lot of what lights me up, you know, what keeps me going. And uh, it's a, kind of a risky venture in a way, especially a way of making a primary living. So I have uh, enjoyed having a career in academics, wouldn't trade it for anything. But on the other hand, it's not what makes my heart sing. And so that's a lot of what we're doing with, uh, with the way of the three-year-old wine. Uh, the underlying plot there is uh, Dan figuring out what it is now that he's at a time in his life when he really can figure out what makes his heart sing and follow that. What is that? Uh, what are his responsibilities? How, how can he allow himself to do what he really needs to do? And that's where that, that visitor, that mentor comes in. Um, we'll see that theme running throughout the Sparklight Chronicles. And by the way, we're, we've mentioned that a few times. We haven't been emphasizing it because, you know, this really is the first, it's over here, isn't it? The first book in the series. There's no guarantee there will be other books. But we do have a planned series, two others that are in process right now. And we're calling the series the Sparklight Chronicles. And so what they all have in common is people are figuring things out. What it is that they need to do in their life, how they can serve other people. Uh, what is it that really lights their spark? So that's going to be running throughout the series. So the way of the three year old why that's the book that's currently out. Uh, I've mentioned business fable a few times. If somebody's coming across this for the first time, you may not know what that means. I consider it to be one of the most challenging types of writing. It combines aspects of fiction and nonfiction. Uh, we're sort of using a story using fiction in order to teach nonfiction principles. Now, there are a lot of them out there. Some of the more well-known we've already mentioned, The Go-Giver, I keep coming back to. Go for No is another one like that. Uh, the Greatest Salesman in the World, which dates back several years. That one's an Ogmandino book. Uh, Who Moved My Cheese? All of these arguably are business fables. They're using stories to teach ideas. And the ones I've named, I would say they're doing it effectively. Now, I have read business fables, and we're not going to name them business fables that I didn't think were effective. You could tell that they had come up with the ideas and they'd kind of, okay, let's shoehorn it into a story. The story wasn't very engaging. The characters were kind of cardboard. Uh, I think you're better off in that case, just writing a straight up informational nonfiction book. So the thing that makes a good business fable work is it's got to be a good story that just stands on its own. John David Mann, co-author of The Go-Giver, uh, he, he's written over 30 books. He mostly does co-writing with people. Recently, he, I don't know if we'd say completed, I'm not sure if it's intended to be a trilogy, but it's the third book in the Finn series, as they call it. Uh, I always get them out of order as to which came first, but uh, the books are Cold Fear, Steel Fear, and Blind Fear. All of them focused on, uh, as a thriller, 
on the adventures of a, um, a Navy SEAL. And John has said that in his mind, the first book is really a leadership parable. Now, if you read that book, it's just a straight up good thriller. Okay. Um, but knowing that he's got that idea underneath it is a leadership fable. Absolutely. The book demonstrates uh, the impact of failures of leadership and also shows what's involved with effective leadership. It's just that it's not ending its chapter saying, here's the lesson. On the other hand, the go-giver, you, know, you, you, you get a principle every so often. There's uh, five principles of stratospheric success. There's a study guide in the back. Um, John David Mann and his wife, Anna Gabriel Mann, wrote a book called The Go-Giver Marriage. A third of the book is nonfiction. It's towards the back. It's a workbook for how you can apply these principles in your own marriage. And so that's kind of what makes a business fable a business fable. So Way the Three-Year-Old Why is intended to help get across these five guidelines that we talked about. Uh, and again, for whatever it's worth, this coming Thursday, as I'm recording this, this is being recorded on October the 18th. Tomorrow, October 19th, we'll be doing a workshop within the Go-Giver Success Alliance on using the five principles to find your own why, the way that a three-year-old would. That's a free workshop for members of the Go-Giver Success Alliance. Now, that's, I don't think, reason enough for you to join the Go-Giver Success Alliance. There's so much value that comes from that alliance in and of itself. This would be just icing on the cake. But if you're thinking about checking it out, uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm remembering correctly. You know, there's like a 30-day uh, guarantee. Uh, you don't really risk anything by getting a membership in the Go-Giver Success Alliance. And I think everybody would get benefit from it. So I will include in the show notes uh, how to get there if you want to check that out. But uh, we'll be doing workshops on applying these five principles. But whether or not you use the five principles, the feedback that we've gotten from early readers is that it's just a good story. And I hope that you would find that one way or another, the way of the three-year-old why will enhance your life. That's the only reason for spending time with a book. It's going to make your life better. All right, folks. So uh, if you have any questions about the way of the three-year-old why, let me be sure you can see how to get in contact with me. For folks who are on here with video, I'm going to share a few QR codes, and we'll make sure for folks who are on audio that you hear what this is and how to get to it. So first of all, here is a QR code for The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why. This would take you to the order page. You can either uh, get in on the early order direct from me or the pre-order right now through October 29th on the major retailers. Uh, that is donking.com slash 3YO. You can get the sample, the cheese sample, Brewing Inspiration. That's a free short story written in the same vein as the rest of the Sparklight Chronicles stories. You can get that from donking.com slash brewing. If you just want the show notes from this show or any of our previous shows, they're all there. You can go to confidencecultivators.com, and we've got a QR code up on the screen 
for that. So I would encourage you to do that. In fact, as long as I'm showing QR codes, sometimes folks will ask me about the software we use for doing the alignment show. Uh, it says support this stream on the screen. It is just simply a way of getting to restream. Restream is what we use for this show. So if you would like information on that, you can follow this QR code. And it's a little longer URL, so I will put it in the show notes. So once again, you can always go to confidencecultivators.com and be able to get the show notes for this or any other show. So uh, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up this week. I really appreciate the folks who were on with us live. Uh, some have been making comments or questions in the background. Uh, again, remember that we can get to those questions later, even if it's after the broadcast. I will pay attention to the chat. Uh, we are doing this live right now, of course. And so, um, you know, I don't know if you can tell or not while we were while we were talking here. Um, and see, I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked now. I was looking to see who our guest is next week. And I'm sure we've got one, but I'm not seeing it on my calendar right now. You know, live broadcast things happen while we were talking. Um, respiratory therapist for a new company came in through the front door to do some stuff for my daughter. I got a little discombobulated. Okay, we just roll with it. Um, but in any case, I will put on the uh, confidencecultivators.com information about next week's guest, just as soon as I can remind myself who it is. And, uh, oh gosh, I'm just having one of those brain things right now. In any case, I appreciate you being here with us on the Alignment Show. You can tell from this that it is live. We don't edit things out. I just, I like the feel of real conversation. And uh, that's the conversation that we have with our guests, people who are taking steps to bring their lives into alignment with their values, to figure out what's most important to them and to live out their values. And so come back next week to the Alignment Show. We will be having a guest who will help you to live your values so you can value your life. That's it for this week's episode of The Alignment Show. What has it inspired you to do in your own life? Whatever it is, take action now and take the first step. It will help you to talk with a friend about what you're thinking. Share confidencecultivators.com to spread the goodness. And remember to live your values and value your life. We will see you next week on The Alignment Show.